Welcome to Casual Talk Radio Podcast found at casualtalkradio.net. My name is Leister, I'm your host. Thank you for dialing in today, whether you're an existing subscriber or a new listener. We welcome everybody. Got a couple things to get out of the way first, and then we're going to get right into our topic for today. Casualtalkradio.net. That's our website. Check it out for all of our different podcast episodes, past and present. We're constantly making updates. We're refining the website experience. If you have any feedback, we'd appreciate hearing it. You can hit the contact link at the top, fill out the form, come straight to us. You can also leave us a voice message if you want to leave your thoughts on audio, and it may be played on the air. Who knows? Let's go ahead and get into our topic for today. Just a tad bit tardy recording today's episode. Of course, you're getting it after the fact, but it's late for me. I'm roughly about two hours late. That's because I'm still working my endeavor. We're doing the major initiative work, and it's going. That's enough. Quit, uh, casual Talk Radio. My name is Leister. I am your host. If you're new, welcome. If you're not new, thank you. I'm thanking you regardless, but if you're not new, I, I want to say thank you for sure. For being a longtime listener, I... There's, I shared something on Twitter. It was a video sent to me from, it's called Red Balloon, site's redballoon.work. And I haven't had the best of luck with it myself, but it's a site that presents itself as the alternative to the, the normal, the routine for hiring. So what they do is they find all these companies that allegedly are about the individual, the worker, trying actually trying to hire the right people. And again, I've, I said I've not had very good luck with it. This was back when I was actively looking for full-time work because I work for myself. I'm my own boss. But when I was looking full-time, I gave it a shot because I do want to get away from the garbage of traditional workplace. I'll talk about that in a second. And I, I did get a couple of interviews. I, went, I remember going through one company. They had a battery of three different, and that already is a red flag, by the way. When a company puts you through multiple interviews, it's a red flag for me. I'm not talking multiple interviews with the same person. I'm talking about, okay, you got to meet with the team and then you got to meet with the project manager and then you got to meet with the manager and then you got to meet with the director. And then you got to meet with that garbage because all they're really doing is finding reasons to disqualify you. That's really what they're doing because by the time you get to director level, they're going to look at your education. They're going to discriminate against you because here's the truth. You don't need a college degree to be the best at what you do. I actually have a college degree, but my college degree came long after I was already making six figures. The college degree was more of a formality. I just went back to get it, and it's just an associate's. I didn't need to go all the way to bachelor's because there was no valid reason to do it. Now, you hear me speak, and you understand that this was not something that was college educated. I already had it. Most people that have a certain sense about them, a sense of urgency, a sense of priority, a sense of quality, they know what to do. All they need is the opportunity and the chance. Now, I will admit, in today's era, it is more common to see lazy people than not. I admit this. I'm saying that college doesn't solve that problem. College doesn't suddenly make you the best worker. In fact, I would argue, if you went to college that did not have an internship, you probably don't fully have a grasp of what it takes in the workplace. You've got to fully understand Here's what it is. Here's what we're doing. And if you don't have that inside you, it's not something a college educator can give you. It's got to come from inside you. You've got to want it. You've got to have that drive. And I, again, acknowledge people simply don't have it. I see it all the time. From the fiasco with the DMVs 
and just getting my freaking titles. By the way, I think Wisconsin sent me mine finally, and it took like a month more than I thought it was. Nevada, still nothing, and I don't even know if it was sent or not. They don't know. This is the incompetence I describe, where you simply cannot trust quality from people anymore. So as I look at now what redballoon.work was trying to offer, and I go through this one situation, this one interview, and they put me through the battery. I already knew red flag. This isn't going to work because they discriminate against you. Well, the first one I had spoken to, I could already tell this guy's a jack off. I could already tell it. I spoke to the manager, and the first thing he asks me is, what do you notice about my desk? And I love those kinds of questions because what you're trying to do is throw me off, right? No problem. So I notice he has a post-it note pad. I see the post-it note pad. Why do you think it's a post-it note pad? Probably because you put it there to ask me the question. Like I'm just answering straight off the cuff of honestly what I felt. And he seemed like he was impressed with my, my flow. So then later, after the interviews, I get a contact and apparently that first jerk off said something that caused this guy not to move forward. And I told him straight up, if your guy, because and again, it was education related. It's like if your guy is biasing against that when I think you took away that I was probably the best person you've ever interviewed. And you're going to let this guy who is biased about the school or biased about whatever he was, you're going to let him override your decision. You're not going to find the right people. And he said, I was impressed. And at some point I am going to circle back with you. He never did. And I didn't expect him to. My point is that's where, you know, you're never going to get the right people. So I knew the gimmick of redballoon.work, and it's not the site's fault, but the gimmick is just that. It's a gimmick. It's not going to really get you anything more because the process itself is broken. The system is broken. The idea of hiring people is broken. No longer are you valued as a contributor. Instead, most, if not all, companies do everything they can to disqualify you. Now, in this modern era of chat GPT, it's not unusual to see companies be a little bit more, you know, rigid about it. But here's the truth, man. I guarantee you, and I told the story about the, you know, my endeavor and they were doing an interview with somebody and they could clearly tell that person was using a chat DPT type tool in their responses because they were a little bit too perfect. Of course, I promise you, that person went to college. That person has a bachelor's degree. I guarantee you they probably sat in college for six years at the most just going through crap, and then they use the chat GPT because they know they suck at interviews and college didn't teach them how to do it any better. All right, cool. You can test me on anything you want. You can ask me anything you want, and I'll blow your mind every single time because I don't need, because again, college doesn't teach you how to be a good interviewer. College doesn't teach you how to be a good worker. College doesn't teach you to have integrity. College doesn't teach you to focus on quality. College teaches you about stuff. Cool. I can learn stuff on my own and have. Encyclopedias were once a very good friend of mine. My point with this, and I'm not attacking redballoon.work, I'm calling it to attention because if you are one who's in the job market, I do want you to take a look at it, but I want you to temper any expectations you may have. Redballoon.work positions itself as finding those employers who allegedly are going to give you a fair chance. I'm sharing simply that my experience with redballoon.work is that although I got a fair chance to get into the interview, it was the same dog and pony it always is with any employer because the process itself is broken. It's not about red balloon, no red balloon. 
Red Balloon helped me get past the garbage of an ATS system where, you know, it's a computer denying you because of some word on your resume. So that wasn't in place. I actually did get to somebody from my resume and talk to them. So that's progress. But when the end result is the same, what value is it really? So the Red Balloon, there I have, I'm on the contact list. That's fine. No problem. They sent me this video. And I will give them kudos, despite I didn't think much of the service. I give them kudos for the video. It's the video I actually wanted to talk about. Because I'd started seeing what the video was talking about. The video had to do with criticizing so-called woke behaviors in the workplace. So if you're gainfully employed, however you are, other than gig work, but even gig work has a little bit of it, it was targeting these companies that are trying to inject woke-type things into your day, things that have nothing to do with the job, things that have nothing to do with your productivity, things that have nothing to do with your quality. And all they are is basically checking the box for ESG to say we do these things. They don't really mean them. They're not really serious about them. Because as we know, in the C-level, you probably have people who violate it on a regular basis. So I was telling the story before about an endeavor I had. This was in 2020. So 2019, uh, April 2019, I start up a different business, different than the one I have. Start up a business because I had left the company full-time. That company, when I started there, there was a whole bunch of garbage. I didn't, I let it slide, but there's a whole bunch of garbage. And I I was not doing anything. I was not productive, so I left, right? I start up my own business. I get my first endeavor out with that business. And that was August. And I was broke. When I say broke, I'm telling you I was broke, as in, I was considering, because I had, I had gone out to the client's uh, site, and I had, didn't have enough money even to get back. I didn't have enough money to do the hotel. I didn't have enough money to do what I needed to do. I was considering pawning what I had on me. That's how broke I was. Turns out the client was flexible. They said, no, it's fine. You can leave early. You know, it's not a big deal, and then just work from home. Cool. So I get back. Everything was fine after this. But then... I kept that client. I relocated out here to Nevada, which of course was one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made. But Nevada is about four and a half hours drive to the client. So it saved me on the train. I didn't necessarily have to do a hotel if I didn't want to, but if I wanted to, I could. It, It saved on a lot of different pain points I was tussling with from where I was coming from in Oregon. So it it made sense in terms of the client. It didn't make sense for long-term and I didn't plan to be here long-term. I planned to be here long enough to get the client to a settled state, sign my second client, start making major bank, and then get the hell out of here. That was always my target. So then in late 2020, the client, I'm starting to see some patterns of weird behavior, things where they had a cycle where they have to renew the contracts and it has to go through this process and there was a delay. So then the contract would terminate. I get locked out of the system, this whole rigmarole, and I can't get paid. And sometimes it's like three weeks of no payments. This happened at least three times. So now I'm they're on my hit list with an S because I'm playing with my money. It's like playing with my emotions. Okay, so they settle that out. They get everything sorted. And then they're saying, then this is roughly then around the whole COVID starts up, right? And they're saying, okay, now we're questioning whether or not we want to have anybody on site because of COVID. No problem. I don't, you know, it doesn't bother me. It's whatever. Tell me what we need to do here. And they say, yeah, just work from home because we can't have people on site and this and that. But then they start introducing these, quote, unconscious bias trainings. 
Now I'm a contractor. I'm working for myself. I'm actually my own business. So it's like I'm a plumber, right? And they're trying to tell me I'm required to take their effing training, almost swore. And I'm like, no, I'm not taking your training. I'll give you my policies of a business of how I do it. I'm not taking your training. I don't work for you. And they kept forcing it. So I start finding them. $500 every time you ask this, stop doing it. I don't want to find you. You need to back down. Tell your HR, I don't work for you. And they wouldn't back down. So I talked to the contract contact and the contact who's a total jerk, almost swore again. He refuses to talk to him. He's terrified of him. He doesn't want to lose the business. And it's like, whatever, you're going to lose the money you make off me if you don't get them to back down and stand down. He won't do it. Okay. So I give my notice. He's freaking out. I told you, tell the client, I'm not doing your, I don't work for you, bro. I'll give you my policy and tell you what I do. And that's how it is. I'm not doing your stuff or we can, I can keep billing you. I'm still not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. He won't let it go. Okay. Terminate the deal. The contact that I worked at the client is pissed off. Understandably so, because I'm one of their strongest resources. Okay. So I have to sever this. That's my, that was my primary source. I had a second client. Second client only lasted two weeks because COVID hit and then they had to pull the IT budgets. So now I'm completely out because that first client starts playing the game of the so-called woke training and I'm refusing to do it. And then I'm seeing a pattern as I talk to other companies where I'm telling them up front, it's like, I'm not doing your training. I'm not, I'm your plumber. Okay. I come in, you don't tell your plumber that you're going to sit him down and make him do training. I'm not your employee. Do not onboard me as an employee. Onboard me as a general contractor, vendor, whatever you must understand. I don't answer to you. I don't answer to your obligations. So this video, because the, the reason I told that story, the video is a bunch of kids and the kids are basically saying what you would expect, but basically what media presents that you're expected to do. You know, I want to proudly communicate my, communicate my pronouns. My pronouns are choice. What's a pronoun? And, and, you know, I want to blend in and I, I want to be included and I like inclusive and I want to be friends with everybody. And I, I don't want to start any fights and I just want to get along. And it's, it's hilarious. It's a hilarious video. I shared it out on social media at casual talk radio on Twitter. If you want to check it out, I do recommend you do and you want to get a good chuckle, but it's sad because you do see a lot of these companies that are just starting to, and you can tell that they're all just following a template. They were brought into some conference somewhere where some high paid consultant was just chatting at them saying, all right, now go out there and make up your own little surveys and do your little thing. There's no real backing to it. It's just to check a box because they want to look good to the ESG investors. They want to look good to get that money from the ESG orgs, like the black rocks of the world. And in exchange for that money, they have to conform to some of this garbage. Many of these companies have no integrity. They have no balls to say, I'm not doing your crap because that's exactly what it is. They're here to work. This is the reason I like the blue collar so much better than the white collar. The blue collar doesn't have this garbage going on, but the blue collar to this day refuses to pay anywhere close to the white collar. And that holds people back because of course, the blue collar used to be where the money really was, unless you were an accountant or lawyer or something else. But now the white collar is dominated in terms of pay. So now you're kind of stuck. You either work blue collar, realizing you're getting ripped off for the hard work that you do, or you work white collar, being subject to a bunch of garbage in exchange for money that's necessary to keep up with the Joneses. So hilarious day in just reflecting and thinking, seeing this and saying, yeah, you know, there's a lot of companies that are doing that exact same thing. And 
it is soft out there. I, I told the story with my first endeavor, how there were just people who got easily offended when I made basic comments about how they suck at their job. I didn't say they suck. I said, I've worked in places in a different sector and we were blowing you guys out of the water and they were much older than you are. So what is your excuse? I'm not saying you suck. I'm telling you that we did better than you. So you should step up. You should be, you should feel embarrassed. Frankly, you should want to step up and say, why is it that we're being out outclassed by this one guy and somebody who's older? That's not acceptable. We should not tolerate such a thing. So I felt long-term I am going to push that and I'm going to be that competitive sword and I'm going to stand out, but that's my focus. It's not trying to be included. It's not trying to be everybody's friend. It's not trying to get along with anybody. The work needs to get done. Once the work's done, after hours, we can talk about it. But and while we're on the clock, you're on the grind. And I have the same expectations of anybody who reports to me, but I'm unique in that regard. I just wish that modern companies would get to that same mindset. Everybody should be on the job, getting the work done and not worrying about stepping on people's toes or being easily offended. Unfortunately, we were in a litigious society where it's all too happy. Go out there and just sue this company because they didn't allow me to use my pronouns of choice or because I can't have my piercing in my ear or some other crap. Even though at the end of the day, your company, your presence, your presentation, everything about you matters because if you can't get customers in the door, it doesn't matter what the almost sore heck you choose to wear. If you can't get customers because you're too busy tiptoeing around people's feelings, that business is not going to last. Countless stories of companies that shut down because they went, quote, woke. And then Disney, as a great example, model citizen, completely going, quote, woke, and they're in struggling and trouble. I'm not giving you any call to action right now. If you'd like to check out the video, it is on Twitter at Casual Talk Radio. I do recommend you do, but you're not required to. No call to action. I wanted to share a story because the video inspired me to share the story of my experience encountering companies that went, quote, woke, and what I chose to do about it, which is tell them to F off, because I can. But I did have a period where I had to suffer for what my principals told me, which is this is wrong, especially because I don't work for them, I'm not their employee, and I was not going to do it. That's all we've got here today on Casual Talk Radio, Gentleman's World. Hopefully it's been informational, educational, and helpful. For you, we upload every Monday and Wednesday, so we'll be back for our next episode. Whether you're a subscriber or not, we appreciate you for dialing in today. We know you've got choices. We will be turning back on our guest cadence. We are doing the screening process. That's coming very soon. Keep up to date with what we're doing at casualtalkradio.net. You can also subscribe at the bottom to get alerts whenever there's a new episode posted, or you can add it to your platform of choice. For now, take care, and I will see you on our next upload.